Hey y'all, welcome to episode two of Can We Talk About This? I'm Libby, this is Amelia, that is Tilly, and we are going to talk today about dancing with demons. I know y'all are excited about it. Hey, this is Editing Amelia. We have a surprise guest in this episode. Libby's granddaughter decided she wanted to join us, so if you hear her background noise or talking, please just ignore that. Thanks. There is something I want to open with. Um, I had this thought while I was just kind of doing a little bit of studying about this topic, and I think it's super important that we talk about mm-hmm. this. There are two equal and opposite errors into which our race can fall about the devils. I like that he calls it that, the devils. Uh, One is to disbelieve in their existence, and the other is to believe and to feel an excessive and unhealthy interest in them. So I think it's just a caution before we dive into this topic, because we don't want you to misunderstand as we talk about this and think that this has to be like a key focus of your life. It doesn't. Do you need to be aware? Yes. Do you need to understand that this is real? Yes but it doesn't need to be the primary thing. Okay, we've added a member. (laughs) So that you don't wonder why there is now a child sitting here. It's a special guest today. (laughs) Okay, you know, but we're real. This is like real life, and we're recording this while um, she's with us, and so now she is part of the podcast. So (laughs) where were we? I was saying... You finished your quote. You've got through it. So let's jump in. Go ahead. Okay, it's Ephesians 6.12 which says um, your hand-to-hand combat is not with human beings, but with the highest principalities and authorities operating in rebellion under the heavenly realms. For they are a powerful class of demon gods and evil spirits that hold this dark world in bondage. And I think it emphasizes the point that we're not fighting each other when, when these things come about and these issues are happening it's the spirits that influence the people in the world today along with that is i I took some notes so you know we were i shared with y'all that series Mm -hmm. by stephanie ek Mm -hmm. yeah and um so good it, it was so good and in one of the videos she talked about how um there's like we have to understand the difference between what is temptation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what is demonic oppression. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I was watching that and doing my own studying about it, um, I came across something I found very interesting. Now, this is really the reason why discernment is so important mm-hmm. in Christians. Yeah. And we can't have discernment unless we spend time with God, right? Yeah. It's the Holy Spirit that gives us that discernment. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to be able to discern between what is a lack of <laughs> discipline on our part and what is demonic influence. What I mean by that is, like, there's this threshold, okay? And I, I found this wording in two different scriptures. In Ephesians four nineteen. They became callous and gave themselves over to promiscuity for the practice of every kind of impurity with a desire for more and more. Okay, and then Romans, Romans 1, 24 through 27. 
it says, Therefore God delivered them over in the cravings of their hearts to sexual impurity so that their bodies were degraded among themselves. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshipped and served something created instead of the creator. It goes on to talk about um, how you know they were given over to degrading passions, etc., uh, etc. Et I'm looking for the part where it says that they gave themselves over to it. And that's really the wording that I want to share with you, is that they gave themselves over to it. I believe this is a threshold mm -hmm. that we need to be aware of, especially when we're talking about the difference between being tempted, it's always the enemy who tempts us, yeah. right? So like Amelia was just saying, it's the enemy that sends that temptation. Mm -hmm. um, and we can give in to that temptation over and over again. Mm -hmm. um, and it's still sin. When we give in to temptation, that is sin. Being tempted isn't sin, but giving into it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but when we give ourselves over to it, we are crossing a threshold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now it's no longer just um temptation now it is demonic influence mm -hmm. now it is demonic oppression right. and i thought about it this way like a trapper right if you think about a trapper who traps animals mm -hmm. they'll put like food out they have the trap over here it's open so they put food out and the animal will come up and take the food and then they might run away right mm -hmm. they take they give into the temptation mm -hmm. and they run away yeah they run to where safety is yeah the trapper comes back the next day. The trapper is patient. They come back. They lay more food out. The animal comes. Now the food is closer to the actual yeah. trap. Mm -hmm. Eventually, that animal becomes so numbed to the fact that there is danger that they end up in the trap, mm -hmm. right? And now they're captive. And that's how it is with us in our sin. We give into it over and over and over again. And eventually, we have given ourselves over to it. And when we cross that threshold, we no longer have control. We no longer can be disciplined in the area of ensuring we don't sin. Now it's demonic influence, and yeah. we have no control over it anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that is such an important thing to talk about because there are things that maybe are not demonic oppression in one person's life. They're not to that point, right? right. But in another person's life, it is. Mm -hmm. And if you can't say no to something... That's an indication that there's demonic oppression there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really good. I went on and on a lot. No, that, that was, was good. good. The visual yeah. of the trapper, like, it, that was a really good visual, so. Thanks. I like that. Thank, Thank you, you very much. That's yeah. so true. Um, you know, walking through that in my own life, it's like, I'm as you're explaining, I'm, like, visually watching the last several years of yeah. my life. Like, whoa. Um, mm -hmm. Walking through, you know, Smoking for me um, was not a thing that I did regularly. I was very, like, no thank you for the longest time. And then just once. Yep. And then several months later, just once. And then it was every few weeks. And then it turned into every day. And then every day, all day. And completely overtaken my life to the point where when I tried to stop, I couldn't. Yeah. And um, and then I had to get to a point where I was like, God, I can't I can't do this without I've tried to stop every other way. And um, I had an experience where God met me in my backyard and um, he said, You have to stop smoking for your health. 
and I was like, God, I, I have tried. I have tried every single thing that I can think of. I can't do this. And he said, I know. Mm-hmm. I know you can't, but mm-hmm. I can. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. He said, you have to let me. And so I, I had to get to a place of surrender of like, this is, I'm way in over my head. And yeah. God, I need your help to do this because I can't do it in my own strength. Yeah. And I feel like it's important right now for me to note this because <laughs> you guys are going to laugh at me. People my age might think you're talking about smoking cigarettes. Oh, yeah. No, I was talking about smoking weed. Thanks. <laughs> I think that's an important thing, oh, yeah, no. right? <laughs> no. Right. Not that. Young people, the young people in the room, when they talk about smoking, they're typically talking about smoking pot. It, it's not like in my generation when you talked about smoking, you were talking about smoking cigarettes, which right. is also equally mm-hmm. addictive. Yes. Right. right. And I think anything can be. It doesn't, like you were saying, for one person's life, it looks different than somebody else's. So, yeah. you know, this isn't... Uh, Everybody has to stop smoking weed right now, though I think that would be a really good choice. (laughs) um, I think it's probably good for you. (laughs) But, um, you know, for me, I allowed it to get to a level that it overtook me. Mm -hmm. And um, that doesn't always look like that place right now for everybody else's life. God calls us to let go of those things at different points in our life because we can get to that place of surrender. Right. Like we talked about in the last episode with yoga right like not everyone is going to have um a conviction to stop doing that or not do it at all or you know whatever it is but you did and it was clearly from god like god showed you how it lined up and not everyone's going to be that way right right and it's it's so personal Mm -hmm. to who we are and how god created us that Mm -hmm. we there are certain temptations that we're more likely to fall into than other people are because of how God created us and crafted us. So, yeah, that's good. We Christians who have discernment and are aware of what discernment looks like for yourself, um, we see demonic influence on other people, Mm -hmm. I think a little more clearly than others will. And that's not that's not God like giving you free reign to go and call these people out and be like, hey, that's demonic. You shouldn't be doing that. Like, why are you letting demons influence you? Right? That's not. <laughs> we shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> but um, it, we do need to be aware of what things we discuss with those people. Mm-hmm. We do need to be aware of our relationships with those people mm-hmm. and how we communicate with them and what we allow them to know about ourselves. Right? But it's not for us to go to them and say, I don't know, like berate them, discipline, you know, that's mm-hmm. not our place to do. Um, even if we, God gave us the discernment to know those things, it's not for us to go to them and say, hey, stop. Right. Right. Because right. God will do that in his timing. It's not, we're not God. We don't, yeah. have, we don't know what timing God wants that to be done in, so we can't do it. Yeah, and I think it also, it, it's, we've talked about this before, where um, you earn the right to speak into a person's life. Yeah. Right? And, and what I mean by that is that, that earning that right is in relationship, right. right? So if there's someone who you don't know, um, and you, you see, let's say you see a Christian who is um, participating in New Age activities, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're consulting their astrological chart, or they're using um crystals for whatever purpose in their life um it's it's not for you to go to that christian like amelia just said and say you shouldn't be doing that unless 
you are in relationship with them and you can speak into their life, mm -hmm. right? Because if you don't right. know that person, they're not going to receive from you. It's right. just the way it is. They have to learn to trust you. They have to know who you are um, and be able to trust you mm -hmm. to hear from you. Yeah. And so when we are in relationship with people, I believe that as Christians, it is our responsibility. Mm -hmm. When we see them stepping into something that is ungodly, it is our responsibility to say something. Mm -hmm. You know how they always say, see something, say something. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that is our responsibility. Yeah. Um, the thing that is hard, the thing that makes that hard is that people think that's judgmental. Right. Mm -hmm. And the truth is, it's not judgmental in the way people think it is. Right. Right. right? We are called to judge. Right. As Christians, we are called to judge between what is right and what is wrong. Mm -hmm. And so we are also called to hold each other accountable yeah. mm -hmm. for how we live as Christ followers. We are not called to hold those who are not Christ followers mm -hmm. accountable. Yeah. And this is where it muddies the water, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Because people who are not Christ followers Unfortunately, Christians have tried to hold them accountable, yeah. and we can't. You yeah. can't hold someone accountable to something that they're not committed to. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I think we do have that responsibility. Yeah. Um, and I brought up, you know, astrological charts mm -hmm. and crystals, and I, you know, we we talked about this in our last podcast, and I know that it um, it's going to rub against some people. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to hear this and be like. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. If you're a Christ follower, there is. Mm -hmm. um, the Bible is actually very clear about that. Mm -hmm. um, and I do have notes about it, and I promise you that, you know, I'll find them. <laughs> I think that is just, I mean, that leads right into what Stephanie E.K. was talking about, of modernization of witchcraft. And she points out that witchcraft, in a broad sense, is just rebellion against the things of God and yes. his direction. So yep. that doesn't look like maybe spells and, you know, witchcraft in a typical sense of the world would think, right. but um, in rebellion to what God has designed. And so astrological charts and, and crystals and things like that, um, those are directly in opposition to what mm -hmm. God has created. And, and I think also they are um, like counterfeits to what yeah, God has absolutely. created. Yes, oh, well, that's a good word. That's yeah. a really good word. Because, you know, when we, when you're reading your, what's that called? Horoscope. Horoscope, you're, you're consulting tarot cards, whatever yeah. it is, you are taking your own will in your hands, right? You're creating a counterfeit will of your own when God's will is what we should be following mm -hmm. and looking right. for and seeking. Same thing with, um, like, spells or mm -hmm. curses that c could be cast, right? You're creating a counterfeit of God's miracles yeah. and his discipline. Mm, and it's good. not, it's, it's not doing the same things that God can do, right? But mm. you're counterfeiting his abilities and you're, you're making yourself a God when you do those things. You are. Yeah. And seeking um, a, a psychic, yeah. the direction of a psychic, is definitely that same type of thing. And yep. what that's doing is it's putting someone else in the position of God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And anytime we put anything yeah. in the position of God in our life, that's idolatry. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. It, it is actually idolatry. Mm -hmm. And obviously, that's against God. And I know some people say, well, there's nothing wrong with going to a psychic if they can see the future. First of all, there are two different, two different classes of psychic here. And I think it's important to point this out. There are some psychics who are fake. And they don't know mm -hmm. a darn thing. And they're just making it all up. Right. They right? just want attention and money. Right. Yeah. They're just getting money from you. Um, the other type of psychic does see things mm -hmm. and they see them through demonic influence yeah they don't see them through god um, and that is i think a really important differentiation mm -hmm. right and people may be going well that's not true at all listen there's a scripture in the bible i have it in my notes right now i'm not gonna dig for it but um the disciples were walking through a town and there was a woman following them and there, she was a slave. She was basically owned by these other people, by these men, and they would make money because she would tell the future for other people. And she saw the disciples, and she starts crying out, they're disciples of the Son of God, right? And she's, she's calling out behind them, and they get really annoyed, and they cast the demon out of her, yeah. and she can no longer tell the future. Yeah. She, she's no longer a seer, okay? Mm -hmm. And so the guys get ticked off because yeah. now they've lost their income. Mm -hmm. What is that saying? That's saying that, yes, she was actually able to say things that other people couldn't know. Yeah. Right. But it was through the power of demonic forces yeah. that mm -hmm. were living in her yeah. and working through her. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, demons have free reign to the spiritual realm and they see all of that. They know all of that. And mm -hmm. they're in the same places that our spirits are right that we can't see we don't know because mm -hmm. we're our minds weren't made to do that right right so right. I think it's important <laughs> to note that um, Christians Christians are not cannot be demon possessed I, I don't believe that they can um, because the Bible says that once we are saved we have the Holy Spirit living in us mm -hmm. and the devil cannot reside yeah, but they can still be influenced. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's funny. the difference between, and and that's why I was saying there's um, there is like the temptation, mm -hmm. and there is possession, mm -hmm. but there's oppression mm -hmm. or influence. Yeah, and I think that's where so many Christians are like naive. Yeah, mm -hmm. because we we think well, you know, sure I get tempted, but I'm not like controlled by those things. Mm -hmm. So it's we think it's either that or possession. No, there is a whole yeah, world a that exists in between. Because the truth of the matter is what we see here, there is a whole other spiritual realm that we don't see. Mm -hmm. And it is active every single moment of every single day. And so the enemy is constantly at work attempting to tempt. Now, does that mean that everything that we do wrong, every temptation we give into is demonic? No, yeah. it doesn't. Because sometimes we just want to do the wrong thing. Sometimes <laughs> we just desire that. It's mm -hmm. just the way it is. Um, and we fall into that. And like I said before, but when we give ourselves over to it, it becomes demonic oppression. But um, there is always demonic activity, yeah. whether we see it or not. Mm -hmm. I um, was thinking about John 3 when Jesus is talking to Nicodemus and trying to explain to him the spirit and how you know we can't see God's spirit we can't see the spiritual realm but we can feel it we can 
we can't see the wind, but we can feel mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. you know, and he was explaining that, and I was, it was just so good, because we, we think maybe that doesn't exist because we can't see it, or, you know, yeah. coincidence, or, well, you know, that's just weird, or, no, there's, there is a whole spiritual realm that's happening in Ephesians 6, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. um, we don't battle against flesh and blood, but of the spiritual forces and principalities that are at work yeah. in the darkness. And so um, it's just such a good reminder that even though we can't see it, um, it's real mm-hmm. and it's heavy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, I don't know. I mean, I guess I could be wrong about this, but I don't think I am. <laughs> I think that right now um, in our world, there is more demonic influence yeah. mm-hmm. than there ever has been. I and I, I think it's always been there, but because people are giving themselves yes. over to it, it is so prevalent in yeah. our society right yeah. now. Yeah. And the problem with that is that it creates a level of anxiety uh-huh. that is being seen in every Mm-hmm. aspect of our world today mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's also it's become so normalized yeah there are when you like think back in, about the past because demons have always been around right right, like, right this isn't new um when you think about the past like we say bless you because people said that sneezing was a demon trying to go up your nose right like this was something like so silly but like talked about and it was like out in the open and now, no one's talking about this, right? Like, well, not in the way that we're talking about. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. What are they doing? They're they're going on um, award shows, yep. dressed right. up like the devil. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, and making <laughs> making it something fun. that is fun and show. desirable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's a show. It's attention seeking mm-hmm. behavior. You know, like just craziness. It's mm-hmm. insane. So in one of Stephanie's teachings, she was talking about Hollywood and the things, um, you know, she is, her calling is a lot in spiritual warfare. Mm -hmm. And so she's seen several demons and she was talking about seeing a specific demon in, in real life and then seeing some, you know, flash of a movie or something and recognizing the exact thing. Wow. And that... You know, we chalk it up in the world to creative art or somebody created that. No, it's a real thing and it's active and heavy in Hollywood Mm -hmm. and it is literally spreading to the entire world. Yeah, Yeah. listen, I used to feel, when I was younger um, and what is his name? The guy who does all the horror films, Stephen King? No. Yeah, Stephen King. It is him, right? It's a scary one? Yeah. With it? With like it? All the scary things? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so many books that he wrote and so many movies, right? Mm -hmm. And it was so popular. And I will not watch a scary movie. Mm -hmm. I will not. And that is exactly the thing. When I was younger, I I had those thoughts where I would think, how are they coming up with this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It it is not a normal mind that would think up. Like, I remember what was, I can't remember the name of the movie, darn it. Probably a good thing. Yeah, probably. There was a, just a <laughs> terrible movie. About it. And, and I remember thinking, how did this person come up with these things? Mm-hmm. Like, like so horrific. Horrible. Yeah, horrific things. And 
the only answer to that is that it's demonic. Yeah, mm-hmm. demonic it is demonic influence that is causing people to come to this realization. And so they have these creative ideas mm-hmm. yeah. and they make movies out of them. They write books, they make movies, right. and then they put them out for us to go sit and watch. Right. How is that a good thing? Mm-hmm. Right. How could it possibly be good for me to sit under that? And really, if we think about it, you know, people say, um, well, like with, with Jesus, right? He was a rabbi and people sat under his teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, other prominent teachers, whether it's in the church or in university, right? People say, well, I'm sitting under their teaching. What do you think you're doing in a scary movie? Right. Yeah. You're sitting under the creative influence of a person who is influenced by a demonic right. spirit. Yeah. And go ahead and laugh at me right now. I don't even care, y'all. I don't. Because there's no way I would ever open myself up to that. Yeah. It, it is not a healthy thing. Yeah, yeah. that's something that, um, like, growing up, you know, we never, that wasn't happening in our house. We didn't watch They weren't allowed to, y'all. And Nobody was allowed to. <laughs> <laughs> and as I have, like, gotten married and I'm, like, an adult making my own decisions, um, my husband has been like, oh, you haven't seen, like, the Scream movies Honestly, they are a lot more tame than like what you're talking about, like the Stephen King stuff. But like the Scream movies, uh, like because aren't they supposed to be funny too? Yeah, they are yeah, funny. Yeah. They're funny. Yeah. Um, and um, the Halloween movies, like again, those ones aren't supposed to be funny, but they are funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Back are, in the day, they were terrifying. <laughs> well, I think the, the funny thing about it is like the acting, the corniest <laughs> acting that there it's is. So funny. So. There's like I what what gets me working off of it. But what gets me is when he just like, and it's like so funny. <laughs> but I think it's so funny. That really goes back to what you're saying is that there's so much more demonic influence now, mm-hmm. and it's so much more prevalent. Yeah, because that's good. if you think about it, yeah. those movies from 20, 30 years ago mm-hmm. aren't as terrifying. But now with this oh, like digital age, they're stuff. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. and it just shows that it's so much more prevalent, you know? Mm-hmm. The enemy is not hiding any longer. No, no, right? not he's at all. in your face, and it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And he's getting bolder and bolder, I think. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. But also, you know, as society, we're giving ourselves over to that yeah. by being interested in those things and participating, yeah. whether we know or not. You know, but I mean, the Bible says that my peer, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Right. Yep. Yeah. Right. That's, that's true. just the truth. Yeah. I, this, so that was last fall and we're approaching fall again. And as I have been like learning about this, this past year and like really starting to see these things, I feel guilt over having watched those things, mm-hmm. even though they were funny and even though they were so tame because it did it did soften my spirit to that, mm-hmm. right? It's not as scared anymore of seeing the scary, terrifying things that are happening, right? And so I feel so guilty because now I've opened myself up to that and my son is in all of this, you know? Like he is, he knows me, he knows my feelings and he knows what I've opened myself up to, right? He, his spirit is getting familiar with that. And I, I feel so guilty and I had to, you know, my husband and I sat down and we said, okay, we 
cannot allow that for ourselves. We cannot allow it for our family. It does not happen in our house because we have more so than we have to protect ourselves, we have to protect our kids. They cannot be open to this stuff because it leads down such a dark path. Yeah. And they won't be a part of this. And we, um, you know, if people invite us over for a scary movie, it's a no. No, thank you. Like, let us know when you're watching, I don't know, Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Brown's fine. We like yeah, like, it, it's just not for us and not for our family. And we've agreed to that. Like, we're not doing it. Yeah, so. and I feel like that this brings up something I think is super important to talk about is mm -hmm. the difference between conviction and condemnation, yeah. right? Because you said you felt guilty about it. And so you sat down and you discussed, you know, how does this affect our life? That is what conviction looks like. Mm -hmm. That is how God points out to us mm -hmm. the things that we shouldn't yeah. be involved in. Mm -hmm. It is not a shaming and it is not a wagging a finger at and mm -hmm. saying, now you're going to have this issue because of this. Yeah. It's saying, I love you and I don't want you to open yourselves up to things that are going to harm you mm -hmm. or your children and your life. And so... I'm pointing you in this direction. Mm -hmm. Will you follow? Mm -hmm. Will you listen? That's conviction. Condemnation is the opposite of that. It's the wagging your finger at. It's yeah. the shaming. Um, God does not ever use condemnation, ever. He is not a condemning God. In fact, the Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation mm -hmm. for those who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. We don't have to feel condemnation ever. But conviction is not a negative thing. Yeah, right. It is a good thing. Yeah, It's necessary for us to be able to course correct mm -hmm. in our life. Yeah. You know, and I've had conviction in my life over and over, like, like you brought up before. You know, the thing with yoga, it, it's a personal conviction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and God showed me, Libby, this is not for you. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, God, that's not for me. There are a lot of things in my life that God has done that with. Yeah. It's like a, um, I, I usually use this visual of an onion. You know, when I first got saved, um, I was 19 and there were some pretty uh, heavy things in my life that God pulled away from my life immediately. Right, you know, drinking, doing drugs, smoking, things like that, promiscuity, they came away from my life right away very easily, like the outer skin of an onion. Right? When you buy an onion, it's mm -hmm. got that crispy mm -hmm. kind of outer skin and it just falls right off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And over the years, there were other things that were deep rooted in me, things like shame, deep rooted that would not fall away so easily, right? They had been planted in the early, early years of my childhood. And it was going to take, maybe people call it today trauma, okay? Mm -hmm. And it was going to take a lot for those to come out. And so each thing is like another layer. It's like each layer mm -hmm. is more and more difficult to peel away yeah. until you get down to that very core of whatever that thing is that yeah. God is, is digging out. And I don't know what it is because we're not there yet because I still have a lot of life to live right <laughs> ahead of me. Um, so yeah, anyway. Yeah. I, I want to going off of conviction and like kind of going back to what you said about like Hollywood and, mm -hmm. um, how like people dressing up like demons and the devil on television and thinking it's funny. Right. Um, 
I was talking to you the other day and I had mentioned how God is slowly convicting me um, that I can't go to a concert that I really want to go to. <laughs> and since I was little, I listened to this this um, artist, One Direction, and <laughs> um, like we went to their concerts and like I just, I love their music. And since they have broken up, I followed Harry Styles music and I love, I love his music. I think it's just the best, but that's my opinion. Anyway, um, <laughs> and when I got married, I had told my husband, I was like, okay, when his next concert comes, cause I had gone to his previous concert, when his next concert comes, I want to go and I want pit tickets. Like this is, I want cherry pit. We're going, I'm getting cherry pit. Like this is it, I'm doing it. And as time has gone on, this has just been in the back of my head because he hasn't announced like a new tour or anything, but um, it's just like been a thought that, that'll pop up and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna have pit tickets and it's gonna be great. And like so slowly, God has just been like, I don't think you need to be there. Like you, you don't actually wanna be there. Like that's not a place for you because there are things that happen at these concerts that I don't agree with and that I shouldn't be seeing and that I shouldn't be allowing my spirit to take in because it's not things of God, right? And the truth be told, Harry Styles is such an idol to most of the people at this concert, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Whereas I'm going, I'm having a good time listening to music, right? They're These worshiping. people are worshiping this man. Yeah. And it's not something that I need to be a part of. I don't Ooh, need girl to be preaching, y'all. <laughs> she is preaching I don't right need now. to be in the same vicinity as those people who are worshiping a human being, mm -hmm. like, who does nothing for you, right? And I want to also bring up how um, Satan uses the gift that God gave him when he was not Satan to make God's children fall from God mm. and fall away from his teachings. The music industry is such a dark, dirty, ugly, disgusting place because mm. Satan's hands are all over it. Mm -hmm. He really does have a reign on it in, in the world right now. And it's so prevalent because every single year, someone else, someone new is participating in demonic activity right in front of our eyes. And I, I mean, uh, the first I can think of is um, Lil Nas X with yeah. his like sneakers that had like blood in them or something like that. I don't remember exactly, but just being so gross. And he, I believe also dressed up as Satan yeah, and he did. Yeah. And just doing gross things. And then Sam Smith on mm -hmm. the Grammys. I think, I think at the Grammys, luckily I was watching the Grammys that year and I had, we had turned off the um, show in the middle, I was watching it to see Harry Styles win an award. That's true. Um, <laughs> but we had turned it off to watch our show and then came back and when we had like, Sam Smith had done that while we were watching our show. So God protected me from that. Thanks God. About yeah, right? <laughs> and, um, and then this year with Doja Cat being literally the embodiment of Satan. Have you seen that? No, not that it's I want It's horrifying. To Oh my God, don't search it up. It's so horrifying. I didn't know until my husband was like, did you see this? And I was like, no, what? And he showed me a picture and I was like, oh, I'm going to throw up. 
get that way. That's the thing. This is the thing. When you have discernment, we talked about discernment. Yeah. You can see. Mm-hmm. You it's can scary. see these things when you have discernment. And again, I'm going to say, people in the world right now might laugh as we say this. Go right ahead. I don't yeah. care. The Bible says that we are different. We mm-hmm. are strange, right? Um, we are strange. And, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. The thing is that you do see this, and it's not just in those kind of things. Mm-hmm. There are times where I will meet a person and talk with them, and immediately I know, oh, uh-uh, mm-hmm. not for me. Right. And, and I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going right. to be rude. I'm going to extend grace and love, but I am also not going to allow myself to be open yeah. to receive anything from them. Right. No, not like, at all. you know, no, you will not touch me yeah. right I'm, I'm sorry but yeah. like there have been times where I've wanted to go say get a massage um you know how they have like maybe you'll be in the mall and they'll have like you pay a dollar a minute and, yeah. but I'll I'll go in and I'm like immediately oh no not here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not yeah. here which is so sad because I just just really want a massage right <laughs> but you go to places like you know or yeah, colors I can't wear Cecilia yes. where we know we're safe there. we love <laughs> Cecilia thank you Cecilia I, my husband and I started going to a new church in, I think, January, maybe early February. And it, we joined um, the youth group as leaders, and we have been developing relationships with these students and um, getting to know them and know, like, that these students really love the Lord. Like, they want to serve God and want to know Him. And it was just recently, just within the last few weeks, that I was able to tell them, hey, you need to be careful about what you're listening to mm-hmm. because I, I brought up the Lil Nas X, Sam Smith, um, Doja Cat, like that's what we were discussing. But I, I brought up to them because I knew that some of them loved Taylor Swift and they like wanted to be um, at her concerts and like all the same stuff. And I, I told them, listen, as much as you love her music, I get it. Um, you need to be careful because her newer music within the last however many years is is going down a path that looks bad and yeah. we need to you need to be guarding yourself of that and please be using discernment please talk to God about what you're listening to and how you should be approaching music and if you should be going to her concerts if you should be following her so deeply as you are on social media because she's doing things that look like it's going to get worse right yeah. and it can stop before it does get worse it might turn around and be fine but she's already doing things that we don't need to be hearing like her songs about um karma and there's a lot about um gods um in her music and, and at yeah. her concert she literally was in a very ritual looking yeah uh, you know, cloak mm-hmm. and dagger. Kind yeah, of she talks about and, being a witch in yeah. one of her songs, and it's yeah. you. You have to be careful yeah. about these things because, as much as like, oh, it's just music, like yeah. it's just words. It's more than that because yeah. there's a spirit behind that music that yes. you're listening to. Absolutely, and you know, Paul told Timothy, "Guard your heart." Mm-hmm. That and all, you know, as we've talked about before, all of that is there for us. Mm-hmm. If he was telling Timothy guard your heart. He's telling us, guard your heart. Guard your heart. The truth of the matter is that what we put inside Mm -hmm. of us 
will be what comes back out yeah. of us. That old computer term, giggle. Garbage in, garbage out. I know y'all don't know because I'm, I'm old. I'm old. But this was back, you know, it stands for garbage Jingle. in. <laughs> Sorry, I'm old. G-I-G-O. Computer people will know this term. It means garbage in, garbage out. It's for programming. If you're programming trash into your computer, it's, it's not trash. Right, it's going to be trash. It's not going to function the way that it is created to function. Yeah. So if you put a bunch of trash into yourself, you will not function the way that you were created yeah. to function. Yeah. Right? And and how do we put things in, right? You think about that. Well, you program a computer. How do you program yourself? It's what you listen to mm -hmm. and what you watch. Yep. What is going in here and in here? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The music and the movies and all of that. What yeah. are you putting in? And more than just the music and the movies and the TV and books, more than the media that you are consuming, there are spirits and demons behind every aspect of our lives, in our work, in, I don't know, the news, all of these things, like there are spirits there that we need to be cautious of. And I want to bring up the, the bull. Okay. Nope. <laughs> there is, um, in the city that I live in, there is a statue of a bull and it's been there as long as I can remember. I'm like, I was, telling you both how like I'm sure as a child I've taken pictures with this bull and just like grown up and been like oh the bull and like you know slapped it as I walked by you know like whatever it's just it's downtown it's in the center of um our community right as I was reading this book the same book I've been reading I've not finished it yet because there's a lot of information and I'm busy um <laughs> it's just a lot <laughs> Um, in the same book that I've been reading, New Days Old Demons, he talks about how um, the bull is a symbol of Baal, and he brings up multiple dis different statues and pieces of artwork from around the world that symbolize this, because Baal was a symbol of wealth and prosperity. There's other things that like Baal symbolized, but this is one of the big ones, wealth and prosperity for the people. And so... Um, if there was a drought, then the people would worship Baal for rain and to bring, you know, to water the crops so that they could make money and have prosperity, right? So, bless, bless you. you. That was so cute. Was even trying to get up on her nose. No. <laughs> no. You're protected. And I was driving by the bull in my city one day and I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is so weird and I googled it the I like went on the city's website and they talk about all of the pieces of artwork that are in the city um, or like the big installments and they had this one and it had been sponsored by a wealth management company mm -hmm. because that's their in. symbol yes and I was like oh my gosh like this whole time it's been right in front of my face and I didn't see it this is so clearly demonic and this is these people are worshiping a god who does not do anything it's a demon posing as god right like i i can't believe this and even you know these people the wealth management company right i'm sure they're not like oh we're gonna worship this demon right you know right 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 but right. that's what they're doing they're clueless yeah right. they don't know that mm -hmm. that's what they're doing though you know and i then the other day i drove by and i pointed out to my husband and i was like there's the bull the demon bull <laughs> <laughs> He was like, girl, you are crazy. And I was like, 
No, I'm not. <laughs> You're like, maybe, yeah, but... but I was like, like, for the good kind It's of real, right. Yeah, I was like, no, really. And then I explained the whole thing to him, and he was like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, really. <laughs> yeah. Really. My kids right. look at me like that right now, and I'm like, I'm not, we are not doing Halloween. Like, no. I, I know. Wyatt wanted to go to Spirit Halloween, and I was like, no. Not happening. I, I can't even walk through Michael's right now. Like, okay? <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. And... He's like, I want to go. I just want to look. I'm like, I can't do that. We can't do that. I, I cannot do that with you. Ugh. And they're looking at me like I'm nuts because we've celebrated Halloween their entire lives. Right, 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 right. And God this year has just really opened my eyes to a lot of things. And I'm just like, no. Nah. But also, like, Halloween things used to be cute. Yeah, and now they're... What is happening right now? They are just... Demonic. Ugh. Very demonic. Mm-hmm. I am with the the presence of. Hey, this is going to come out in really good timing for Halloween. Oh, Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. This is a Halloween episode, right? (laughs) (laughs) Surprise! Yay! (laughs) And it's anti-Halloween. Yes, it's like I yeah. Yeah. And I've been people get really upset about that. Yeah. I mean, I I have to say like. You, you, that's between uh-huh. you and God. Yeah, right. You like deal with that between you and God. Right. But for me, I look at it, just stop and think about that. When, when I was younger, when my kids were younger, it was cute. Yeah. And now I'm like, what are these things that, that they have on display yeah. for Halloween? Like they're, they're so demonic. Why does it have to be demonic? I drove down a street that is around the block from my house, mm-hmm. my typical way home. And in their front yard, there are two, like, I don't know, 20-foot skeletons. Yeah. And three disgusting, bleeding clowns. Ugh. And I'm like, I can't go down the street now. I like clowns. I literally can't drive down. I have to go around the long way yeah. because I'm not driving down the street now. Yeah. Like, it's everywhere. It's so gross. I mean, yeah. when we went to dinner right. the other day, right. I'm like, I can't go in this restaurant. There, the restaurant had... Like cling on kind of things in the oh, doors, yeah. uh, windows, and it was like people clawing yeah. and trying. Do not enter. Written in blood. Um, I'm like, I cannot eat in there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's something that um, I've started to, again, like slowly becoming convicted. Mm-hmm. Where like you're realizing that God's like working this out of you, yeah. um, but it's not like fully there yet, right? So I I've been noticing like that I don't want to participate in Halloween <laughs> at all. I don't want my son to participate in Halloween. And it's going to be difficult because I want him to experience the fun mm-hmm. the fun stuff. You know, I yeah. want him to get candy and, and dress up and look so cute and be excited and yeah. get to enjoy a holiday. And it's sad that it, it's so... That it has become one. Yeah, yeah. it's so deep. Well, also... Not that it's become this, but it's rooted in... It is rooted in that. It's rooted in pagan rituals. It is a ritual for um, actually warding off demons, which has just been flipped. I don't know how that happened. We got really far from the original mission, (laughs) but we should probably turn it back around. Um, (laughs) Let's go back. But what the the point of Halloween, from what I've read, was that um, it was said that on this specific day... It was said that there was a lot of, like, spirit activity, demonic activity, and so um, parents would dress their children up in scary costumes to ward off demons. Mm -hmm. And that was, like, the whole idea behind it. And, like, their scary costumes were, like, I don't know, a paper bag on their head. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't, like, what we're seeing now. But 
that was the whole thing that they wanted to ward off demons from possessing their children so when you guys were little our churches would have um, like harvest festivals mm -hmm. and it would be on Halloween yeah so that it was an alternative yeah and then all of a sudden churches started doing it Trunk or treat. Trunk yeah on different days like they oh. do them different days so because you can so you can still go trick-or-treating and mm -hmm. celebrate at church it's like no that you're it's, what happened to the actual purpose of that thing it was to be an alternative track. right and your dad they did not celebrate halloween when your dad was a child and grandma and papa would take them out of school that day wow. because they knew they were going to celebrate mm -hmm. and they would take them bowling Cute. The kids would That's go bowling, fun. and they would just have <laughs> they would just have a fun family day yeah. instead. Yeah, and that was what they did. Yeah, and I've been considering like, well, how can I make this fun for my kid? We can stay home, do like fall crafts, and I can buy him candy myself, and we can have just like, oh, this is just a fun day to celebrate fall. We just do this for fun. Like it's just for us. It's for fun. You're special, and you get a whole holiday to yourself. That's what's happening. <laughs> Everyone's celebrating. That you get a holiday. That's it. <laughs> Don't ask any other questions. <laughs> I swear, more yeah. and more, I feel like we just need to go buy an island and live on it. Because this is so hard. Yeah. But that's not what God calls us to do. Yeah. Right? We know this. Yeah. I saw um, a TikTok of this woman who was talking about how she and her family don't celebrate Halloween for the same reasons. And um, how, like, she goes into the grocery store with her kids and her kids are confused. They're like, what? What is happening, What's right? Hap like, why is this stuff here? What is this? And she, that was an oversight in her, like, Yeah, like, we have to explain. Yeah, so she's like, oh, like, just sad about this. When we're talking about, you know, the possession, I know we touched on that in the beginning, where, mm -hmm. like, being possessed is very different than being open to oppression and um, that yeah. we're under the influence and that mm -hmm. that terminology just kind of opened a lot of things for me where it was like you're under the influence of demonic spirit mm, yeah. you know and the things that we choose open ourselves up to that mm -hmm. right yeah. and um, they can influence us our thoughts you know we've we fight the flaming darts of the enemy with the shield of faith, right? Yeah. But those thoughts aren't always our own, and that's how that influence begins. But when we start to come in agreement with those thoughts, mm -hmm. then it opens up a whole different level of oppression, yeah. right? And I just was really dumbfounded yeah. looking into this entire topic and then looking at my life and going, holy crap. Yeah. Like you are completely under the influence of demonic activity mm -hmm. and we're not aware of it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. because which is why it's so important to be in God's word. Because right. when you are in God's word, you're going to start seeing mm -hmm. these things and you're going to start saying, Oh, oh that's not, <laughs> I should be doing yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> I should not be doing this. Right. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, for people who say, Oh, that it's not real. Like you guys are, are crazy. Yeah. Just so you know, the Bible in the Old Testament mentions demons 11 times. Mm -hmm. And in the New Testament, over 80. There are yeah. over 80 mentions of demons in the New Testament. Wow. Okay? But I think it's also important to understand that we don't need to be afraid. Right. We yeah. don't. We don't live in fear. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. And yeah. the Bible tells us that we have authority yes. over those things in Jesus. Mm -hmm. right. In the name of Jesus, we have authority over them. And 
and I guess, you know, when I think about this, I think, so what does that mean? That I walk around and when I go buy, you know, a Halloween decoration, I go, in the name of Jesus. I would no, it doesn't mean that. It means that I, I just live my life. Yeah. Right? I live my life knowing and being fully aware that I have authority. Mm -hmm. So when the enemy tries to come against me with some form of temptation, mm -hmm. right, I am able to say, no. No, I will not. I rebuke you and get behind me, Satan, right? That's right, what yeah. Jesus did. When the enemy um, tempted him in the wilderness, not in the wilderness, in the, yeah, in the mm -hmm. wilderness. When the enemy mm -hmm. tempted him, he spoke the word yeah. to the enemy. Mm -hmm. He said, oh, yeah, well, the Bible, like when, when the devil said, you know, turn this rock into bread. And Jesus' response was, man does not live by bread alone. Right. right. It was to speak the word. And that is how we are to live our lives. We are to live our lives very well aware that that the spiritual realm does exist, mm -hmm. yeah. that demons do exist. And when something is happening and our spirit inside of us goes, oh, no, not that. We know. OK, not that. Yep. Right. Yeah. And we choose to not give into that. Right? right. It's that simple. It doesn't have to be this big, crazy, weird thing. Right. It is just that we live in a realization yeah. that it, it is real. And also, we don't have to have all of the answers. Right. If God Amen. says no, we say, okay, and walk right. away. Right. We don't have to know why. Right. It's not our business. That's none of my business. Right. I, don't, I don't know why, but I'm going to walk away because that's what God said to do. So. Yeah. Right. Like when we talked in the last podcast, we talked about how God told me that I couldn't get... Uh, Botox, yeah. and I was so butthurt over it. Um, I still don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why. No. Right? It's not that there's anything wrong with it. Right. But God is saying no. Perhaps he's saying no because um, I may have a reaction to it, and yeah. he's trying to protect me. Perhaps right. he's saying no because he knows that thing can become an idol for me. Right? Mm -hmm. right? And, and he's guarding me. It is a conviction, right. not condemnation. Right? Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're absolutely right. We don't yeah. have to know why. It's a matter of obedience, and it's mm -hmm. our obedience that keeps us in a place where we can have discernment and where right. we can hear yeah. from God. Yeah. And I think that when we do understand and we have the discernment to see which spirits are working, it gives us we know for a reason. We know how to combat those because it's in the word, right? Specifically, I want to bring up the spirit of Jezebel. And there is, I mean, a lot about Jezebel in the Bible and how she works and how we can fight her, right? Mm -hmm. And Jezebel is, yeah. a lot, is, is really manipulation. Yes. Yes, yeah. to make that clear. It, it is a, a, a whole oh, yeah. area of manipulation. Go yeah. Ahead. Um, we, we read the word to know the spirit so that we know how to fight today in in today, right? And mm -hmm. how, okay, so this worked and so I'm going to do this because mm -hmm. that's today's equivalent or it's right. the same thing, right? Because some spirits, we do need to fight in knowledge. We do need to know who they are and how to fight them. But some God just says, don't worry about it. It's not for you. And right. You can go walk away. away. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anytime there is a temptation or, you know, demonic activity, it is to steal, kill, and destroy. Mm -hmm. That's the ultimate goal of that thing. Um, but Christ came so that we could have life mm -hmm. and have it to the full. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the enemy wants us to believe that when we say no to something that we're being tempted with, that we are going to miss out. Right. But it's not true. Yes. We, we, the only thing we miss out on is 
stuff being that's not good, from right? Being killed, killed or being and destroyed. destroyed. So <laughs> I think I'm I'm winning. I think I'm good. Winning. <laughs> yeah. Well, like when you were talking about, we don't have to know. I actually have a note here that says you don't need to know mm -hmm. um, every word yeah. about demons. Right. You just need to know the word. Uh -huh. And what does the word say? Mm -hmm. The word says that we have authority. authority yeah. And that we are to use that. Turn and walk away yeah. from that. Yeah. You know, Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And it's, it's that simple. When the yeah. enemy runs up in our face, our response is oh. get behind me and walk away. I have been fighting for my life this past week um, because on TikTok and on Instagram, Doja Cat's new song is like a sound that's being used and is like viral. So like a billion people are mm -hmm. using it and it's so catchy and I've only heard it twice and I, it's in my, it's stuck. And so the other day I was showering and it like that one, that one little snippet of her song kept playing in my head and I was like, Satan, you better get that. <laughs> like I, I'm not even kidding my entire shower. I was praying against it because then I would stop praying and it would come back. And I was like, no, you can't be here. You have to leave. You're not allowed here. Like it keeps coming and it keeps, it keeps replaying just the one little snippet. When I was talking about um, like being tempted by something and giving yourself over to it and I was talking about the image of the trapper. The other thing I thought about ties into the whole title of this, yeah. Dancing with Demons. Mm -hmm. So we begin to callous ourselves to the warnings of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Like you had talked about that conviction that you felt, right? Yeah. The conviction versus condemnation. So when the Holy Spirit is warning us, so I was envisioning it like a dance, right? At first we, we step in and we're dancing with this thing that we really know we shouldn't, but we do anyway. And then we kind of start to feel that warning of the spirit. So we back away from the dance and then it draws us again. It's calling to us again and we move back in again and we dance with it, but there's always a caution, right? And the spirit warms us and we back away again. But the more we do that, the more callous we become to the warning of the spirit. And eventually we move all the way in mm -hmm. and we give ourselves fully over to this thing that we're dancing with. And next thing we know, we are captive to it. Mm -hmm. And now it's no longer a dance. It is now full captivity, right? It has mm -hmm. taken over. Um, that's why it is so important that we do not give in to sin. Mm -hmm. You know, when people have this idea of, say with addiction, right? Addiction is a really good thing to, to recognize the difference between temptation and demonic oppression. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, initially a person is like, well, like you said, Tilly, well, I'm just going to try it once, mm -hmm. right? I'm just going to try this thing one time. And we try it one time and it doesn't own us. Yeah, We're just dancing with it. We right. move into it and we go, yeah, this is a fun little dance. I'm going to try this thing out. And then we, we hear the warning of the Holy Spirit and we move away from it. Mm -hmm. And then down the road at some point, we're tempted to try it again. And we move in again. And the next thing you know, now we're moving in maybe a month later, and now we're moving in a week later, and now we're moving in the next day, and now we are in fully involved in this dance with this thing mm -hmm. that has the ability it's to own us. your partner. Yep, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And like the Bible says about marriage, the two become one, yeah. right? It's like we're marrying ourselves mm -hmm. to this thing, and now we can't get away from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then, so from that, though, when we allow 
one of those things and that gives way to a whole different ballgame yep. um, because we're already involved here and then the enemy starts speaking things like, um, you know, well, you've been this way your whole life or you, yeah. you know, those thoughts that really aren't our own, but we're already given over into an area of sin in our life. So it just kind of makes sense. And it, mm -hmm. so we just kind of partner and agree with that maybe unknowingly, but that's how we end up in, you know, full blown bondage and captivity of multiple areas in our life. And yeah. I fully experienced that and, and only God himself was able to come in and radically change that in my life. Mm -hmm. um, but I had to be in a place of surrender. Yeah. You know, I, there was awareness that had to be brought to me so that I understood that it was way bigger than I thought. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And it's a willingness to allow God to correct. Yeah. Right. Because when we're not willing to hear mm -hmm. the word of God, to hear the spirit of God speaking to yeah. us. Um, and it's hard because we don't like Conviction doesn't feel good. Right. Like no. condemnation feels worse, but conviction doesn't feel good. Yeah. It's not it's a fun rough. thing. It yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. And there was something else that I was thinking that I wanted to make sure I talked about and I can't remember what it was now. I um so when we talk about recognizing demonic influence and then you know, what do we do? as Christ followers, what do we do when we recognize these things? That's where I was going to go next, too. Oh, go for it. Well, um, you know, what What are the steps? What do we do, you know? And um, Stephanie talked about deliverance, and that was the thing that kind of, um, you know, other people stepping in on our behalf or, you know, praying over us and um, casting out demons. But what happens after that, you know? We are, as Christ followers, we need to call in the Holy Spirit and welcome the Holy Spirit in to take up residence in yeah. those places. Yeah. Because if we don't, we're still leaving an open area for that to come back in our life. It's, yeah. it's not and bring his friends. And bring yeah. his friends. Like you said, like that scripture says. Yes. Right? When you cast the demon out and you clean the house, but you don't fill it with the Spirit yes. of God, yeah. it He'll come back. That demon with, with all of his friends. Yeah. Like, hey, party, party yeah. over here. Mm -hmm. Let's all join. Yeah. Right. I feel like that's what's going on in Hollywood. It really is. <laughs> they were like, yeah, let's just bring yeah. the train. Right. Yeah. Um, and that also, we can't do that with a non-believer because they don't have the Holy Spirit to come and take up residence there. Mm -hmm. You know. So we have to be careful about stepping in for somebody on, you know, again, that's not our place. Right. Um, we have to be careful about that and yeah. heed God's direction and discernment. Yes. Yeah. What I was thinking about, you know, when like I had talked about, we don't have to know all the words about demons. We just need to know the word and what mm -hmm. does the word say? I feel like, you know, there are a whole bunch of scriptures. I'm going to name them. You can go look them up. Luke 10, 19, mm -hmm. Ephesians 6, 10. Amelia read that one already. Matthew 28, 18 through 20, Genesis 1, Romans 10, 9 through 10, 2 Corinthians 2, 11, 1 John 4, 2 through 3, James 4, 7, 1 Peter 5, 8 and 9, and Romans 8, 1. And the things that we need to do, first we need to understand that demonic activity is real and that temptation is a part of that. They are not mutually or mutually exclusive. Is that even a thing? 
They are not exclusive of one another. What am I trying to say? Okay. <laughs> Temptation is a part of demonic activity. The second thing is we need to understand the authority that we have as Christ followers. And the third thing that is, I believe, the most important is that we have to be close to God. Yeah. We have to stay close to God and to the Holy Spirit and guard our heart yeah. in doing that mm-hmm. with the yeah. Word of God. Yeah. That's good. I mean, back to that C.S. Lewis quote. We can't allow an obsession to happen with the demonic. We can't let ourselves right. be obsessed with yeah. demonic things. We can't. But we also can't live in denial right. and be naive as if they don't exist. We have to be aware and yet live our lives fully devoted to following Christ. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom line. Father God, thank you for this time to just talk, just talk about the things that um, are real issues in our everyday life. Um, As Christian women, as women who desire to follow you well, would you help us in our everyday life uh, to find truth in your word? Um, Help us to be committed and to desire more of your word in our lives, God. We thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.